Hello and welcome to the Secret Adventures of Black People. I'm your host, Nicole Hill. The best part of office life, I have to say, was not getting work done with all my coworkers. Just sitting around and telling stories instead. These days I'm a freelancer and the closest thing I have to an office is gym. But that's actually okay. Cause I've got coworkers there, my boxing crew, and they got some stories. God, don't do that voice. <laughs> this is my natural voice. <laughs> Hello nobody, ladies. Nobody no, absolutely not. <laughs> Hello ladies. No. Me, my boxing instructor Harold, and fellow fighters Alicia and Nina gathered around a table in our office the lobby of the YMCA to listen to Alicia's stories about Christmas back home in Jamaica. Later she and I head to her car to discuss how her relationship with being black has changed since leaving the island. For holidays, I think like for example, if you're talking about Christmas or even Easter, like you have you know, there's gonna be a side of Jamaica that's very traditional and like, you know, going to church and spending a lot of time like like you were saying, like in fellowship. Um but I think for us it's a little bit different, right? And so there's a whole other like <laughs> that's sound bad, but like parallel party culture that like is associated oh. with the holidays. So you know you can still have like you meet with your family and for Christmas at least, you know, you'll have like a big family dinner, you'll drink sorrow, which is like this um this flower you make a Christmas drink from um, and then you make like Christmas cakes and my mom makes like she was, I was just on the phone what with her she's Christmas like I'm making 500 cakes this year what is a Christmas cake? it's like um, I think it used to be British but, like it's like a fruit cake yeah very okay. dense it's full of rum yeah. she's gonna bring some so I can bring it you guys we can do a tasting but a lot of people will be at church but you can still like after you, have, you can go with your family and I think for like young girl like younger kids then you'll go partying right so then you're like yeah you well like in the night you like go raging all night on christmas oh yeah christmas night yeah because you have like a lot of oldies parties everyone is like out in the street so it's just interesting because depending on like you know what you observe like your the version of your holiday is going to be very different did you rage on christmas night i used to yeah totally So it's outdoors. A lot of times. Shotas. Shotas is your favorite movie. (laughs) Shotas is your favorite movie. It's a good one. (laughs) Is is it like that? I mean, it can be depending on where you go. What is it like? (laughs) Yeah. You never seen Shotas? Me neither. Really? What is the party scene like in that? What do they do? They were outside in the outside club. And doing what? Yeah, explain Shotas. You saw that movie, right? Yeah, a long time. You said a long time? You said <laughs> like, a lot of times? Like a while ago, yeah. Oh, okay. Wait. <laughs> What's your favorite movie? So you gotta do this. Oh, uh, it's like a drug dealer movie. Okay. Mm-hmm. And they just partied outside in the outside club? <laughs> were, were there, Someone, was yeah. it super dangerous? Were yeah. there drugs and guns? Yeah. And Were there drugs and guns at your Christmas party? I mean, you know, likely. So I was looking at the plot of Chata's, but I feel like I should be able to explain that. <laughs> 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 um, no, I mean, so basically, like, We'll be outdoors. You'll, you know, you get there 11 o'clock. 
um, hundreds of hundreds of people. You'll have like a huge sound system that's playing. You'll what have, do you like, wear? Is it like a white party? Bars. It can be. It can be. I think there's like a, a New Year's one that's sometimes like a white party and everyone's all like dressed up and then you just like you have your own and you chill and you, you know, you party. Oh my God. So, you know, that's, I mean, it's also really fun. Do you all say like Merry Christmas? <laughs> <laughs> no, because by that time Christmas is over, right? Because like okay, yeah, like maybe some people they went to church for midnight, like the night before. They're like they're up all night, then mm-hmm. they go have maybe breakfast or they have dinner with their family. They have like a nap somewhere in between that, and then they're out from like eleven till seven the next morning. What? So you know, yeah, you're like raging. Um, so it's pretty fun. I haven't done it in a while though. I need to. I haven't been home for Christmas in a very long time. So Christmas is a party. I can't. It's even a party. Yeah, that. yeah. Party. We have like Christmas lights on palm trees. Sometimes people get tripped out by that. <laughs> like, it's hot. It's like you're in a Caribbean. Yeah, it's sixty degrees. You know, not even sixty. Like seventy. Yeah. You know, you have your Christmas lights everywhere. The malls are all lit up, and you're like it's a big party. Like, growing up, is, was it cool? Like, did you think, like, I live in a beautiful, amazing, exotic, perfect place? Or was it like, whatever, this is where I live? <laughs> I don't know. I feel like that's complicated, right? Because it's like, you have the the nature and it's beautiful, but you also have, like, the complex social stuff that's going on. Mm. Um and so for me, like, I think, well, one thing is I don't swim. Which, you don't swim? <laughs> I know, I don't, I don't. I had a bad experience. Actually, at YMCA in Jamaica when I was growing up. Yeah, I was, like, five. And they, at the time, they, like, chuck you in the pool. Oh and they're, like, my. figure it out. <laughs> <laughs> and then you were supposed to swim. And then I just sank to the bottom. Oh. And then they had to fish me out with, like, the long pole that they used. Why did the person go no, in no, and get you? Me. And then I apparently, I don't even remember it really clearly, but apparently I didn't talk for like a week. So I was like, I was wicked traumatized. And so I wrote all my college essays about being a Jamaican who can't swim. Because apparently like people think, but actually a lot of Jamaicans can't swim. Um, And I don't know. It could, it could. I mean, if you really like extrapolate it and think about it, like a lot of black people can't swim either. And the whole analysis of like the ocean and you know what it's meant like crossing oceans so right. you know you could also think about it that way too but mine was linked to like a very like specific Personal. Tri- yeah and in jamaica do y'all call yourselves black like do you consider like when you're there do you grow up and be like i'm a black person i don't i mean i i do yeah but i think i think when you're talking about the caribbean versus the u.s i think I think it's a black majority country, but it's very mixed. So you have like Chinese, you have Syrian, you have like Jewish communities, Indian, you know, everybody's kind of mixed up. And I think, I think to one extent people are like, oh, we don't think about race. We think about nationality. Like we're Jamaican, we're one. Um, And I think I used to, I used to be of that mindset when I was younger and when I spent most of my time in Jamaica. But I think when you when you move to the U.S., like, you become very aware of your black identity, right? And I think very early on, like, which I still see with a lot of Caribbeans, they're like, they try and make this distinction where they're like, okay, I'm not African-American, I'm, like, my nationality. I'm Jamaican, I'm Trinidadian, whatever. But, like, other people still just see you as black, right? right? And so then it kind of, you kind of have, like, this entire awakening where you're like, okay, well, when I'm in a black majority country, I'm not as aware of like my race maybe of my class of you know other socioeconomic factors um 
but I think you have like a big awakening when you when you come to the U.S. and you have to like it's so big. yeah, and you have to like process your like racial identity in a, in a much more I guess present way than you would in a black majority country. Like, you know, African-Americans, we yeah. have this big dream of going yeah. to Africa and mm-hmm. finally being home. And it's like, oh, everybody's black and we'll just be home. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, I guess it's because it is home for you. It's hard to tell. But do you feel more at home in a majority black space? Mm. Or is it just like, because you, you're Jamaican, it's you don't connect with black people in the same way in America? No, I do. I do. But I do think it... it I've, I'm at the point where I spend half my life in Jamaica and half my life in the U.S. Mm. And I think because of that, I've seen both sides. So, like, I think when I was younger, I would... I probably wouldn't have... Like, for example, I remember people, like, giving me the nod. And I was like, yo, I don't know that guy. <laughs> like, why is he nodding? <laughs> yeah, and I was like, why are, you, why are you, like, nodding at me like that? And then now I try and give people a nod. And I get really hurt when they don't, like, acknowledge it is, me. It's you know, very like, ouch, yeah. you know? Especially because I was doing this big road trip last summer, like when I was in Nebraska and I saw a black person, I was like, hey. And then there was a point where, like, they just wouldn't make eye contact. But I feel like in some of those places, because oh. I was in Nebraska and I tried to do the exact same thing. Dude. And, like, one guy was like, we, like, we were, and then <laughs> yeah. the other one, I was like, I feel like he was, like, under duress. Like, I was like, they won't let, like, this is a get out situation and you're not allowed to do the nod. Thank you to Alicia for sharing your Christmas ragers with us. <laughs> and shout out to the whole Boxing with Heart crew. Thank you to my mom and sister and Alana Nevins for story editing assistance and Epidemic Sounds for all things music and effects. If you want to support the show, you can rate and review episodes on your podcast app of choice. That helps others find it, actually. And you can also become a supporter through Patreon and get access to bonus content, behind-the-scenes updates, and earlier episodes. Visit thesecretadventuresofblackpeople.com to learn more or check out this episode's show notes. The Black Adventure I hope you'll support today is a fellow podcaster named Marina Kay. She's an amazing six-year-old host of a podcast in development called The Curious Marina Kay, which will encourage kids to change the world with their curiosity. She's raising money to hire a team to help her get the show off the ground, and I really hope you'll consider donating a link to her Kickstarter will be in the show notes and on the secretadventuresofblackpeople.com website. Okay, I'm Nicole Hill, host and producer of this show and a former Office Olympics champion. I'll see you again soon for more stories of black folks on the down, across space, and time. <laughs>